hello there. It's Bella, and this is Bella's Ballroom. How are you? We're starting to see some light at the end of the tunnel, in some parts of the world anyway. God bless those that aren't. My heart goes out to places like India. And that, oh, so sad. This is our music for a pandemic series. Yes, we are still doing that. We'll do it till it's over. We have had some great guests on, speaking about the pandemic, politics, music, film, life in general, and today's show is no different. Uh, This gentleman has been in the music business over half a century. He has worked with the likes of Jimi Hendrix, Aretha Franklin, Don Kirshner, and uh, the list goes on and on and on. He's quite a character, and he's a dear friend. Mr. Chuck Tennant from Big Fish Music Publishing Group. And um, we're going to be playing a song. One of the first songs, actually, we'll start off the show with that he ever worked on. And uh, he started out as a kid down on Sunset here in Los Angeles. There was a lot of music companies. They were all kind of clustered together, if you will. And he wanted autographs. He was a big music fan, loved music. He ended up befriending an engineer and becoming an assistant and then becoming an engineer himself and finally starting Big Fish Music Publishing Group in the early 70s. But this is one of the first songs that he ever worked on in 1965. Uh, It's a great song, a classic hit from that era and a very big hit from that era. It uh, was recorded in a garage, and uh, it's the McCoys with Hang On Sloopy. And that's what I'm telling you. Hang on, we'll be all right. Hang on Sloopy, the McCoys.
That's the McCoys with Hang On Sloopy, one of the first songs that our guest today, Chuck Tennant, ever worked on. Recorded in a garage, no less, here in Los Angeles. Uh, we're going to be speaking with Mr. Tennant coming up shortly. He's a dear friend and always has great stories. You're going to really enjoy the interview. And uh, when we come back, I'm going to be filling you in on how I met Chuck and a little story about a Christmas song. Christmas in whatever month this is, the end of April. <laughs> Christmas anytime at this point, right? I know a lot of people are having Christmas in July parties this year. But, uh, yeah, it's a pretty good story, and uh, he's a great guy. We'll be right back. You're listening to Bella's Ballroom, where? On Anchor. Thank you. Hi, welcome back to Bella's Ballroom. We're an Anchor podcast. And today we're talking about the one and only Chuck Tenen and Big Fish Music Publishing Group. I met Chuck at the Los Angeles Women's Club in Hollywood. It was an NAS pitch, National Academy of Songwriters, and I was just starting to think about writing professionally. I've been writing songs since I was eight years old, but it took a minute, okay? <laughs> uh, he was a great guy, and... Um, wrote a Christmas song a few months down the road with a gentleman by the name of John Deaver, vocal coach to the stars. And uh, I was recording out in the valley. Chuck lived out in the valley. I lived in Silver Lake at the time, about 20 minutes down the 101, if you're familiar with L.A. And I had mentioned him, drop by and say hello. Well, he came running in in a panic. He needed a holiday song for some soap opera. And I said, well, we just finished the lyrics to one. We've ran through it and we recorded it. I said, I've only sung it twice. It's a very rough demo. Give us an hour and we'll give you something better. No, no, I need it now. I need it now. I've got to go. Give me what you got. And so we did. Never expected a damn thing to happen with it, that's for sure. But it did. I got used three years in a row by NBC. And, uh, I'll give you guys a little snippet of it. I won't make you suffer too much. This is Hear My Plea. And if you're interested in it, contact Big Fish Music Publishing Group. And uh, there will be a jazz version recorded this summer. Here we go. Oh, Santa, hear my plea. I just one wish on this Christmas Eve I've been good, please listen to me Let my baby come home for Christmas Oh Santa, don't think twice You know I've been so very nice I got my mistletoe hung I need to be with my special one just imagine Christmas all without Mrs. Claus. You don't want me to feel that way now, do you, Santa Claus? I need his arms to hold me tight. Keep me safe. There you have it. <laughs> the
the demo that's over in NBC's uh, musical library. So, yes, Chuck is a songwriter's friend, as I said before, an advocate, and uh, very interesting, great guy. Been a friend of mine now for about 25 years, and when we come back, the one and only Chuck Denon from Big Fish Music Publishing Group is going to be joining us. And don't forget, you're listening to Bella's Ballroom. We're an anchor podcast. You can find us on Apple, Google Plays, wherever great podcasts are found. We'll be right back. Well, hello there and welcome back to Bella's Ballroom. We're an anchor podcast. And don't forget, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Plays, Spotify, and wherever Great podcasts are found. We're here with our guests for today, uh, very special guests, I should say. He is the president, CEO, and founder of Big Fish Music Publishing Group. He's a friend of mine. He's a great guy, and boy, does he have great stories, and he's been in the music business over 50 years, so he does know a thing or two. The one and only Chuck Tennant. Hi, Chuck. Hi, Bella. How you doing? Good. Good, good. Um, Chuck? Like I said, you've been doing this over 50 years, and I played one of the first songs I think you worked on, The McCoys. That was in 1965, right? Yes, ma'am. Wow. You've also, um, well, you've worked with a lot of people, but let's talk about how you got there. Uh, We know that you were down on Sunset. You were looking for autographs. You were doing flyers for clubs. You just wanted to be part of the music scene, right? Right. You met a guy by the name of... Ray Thompson. Ray Thompson, great producer, engineer, and uh, he kind of took you under his wing, huh? He took me under his wing and showed me the way. He uh, he said I had a great ear, and he wanted me to come become an engineer and a producer. Wow, and you did. So you 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 honor him that way. In I way. honor him because honor he was him. he was very very talented. He really was, He huh? really was. And because of him, I mean, you've got your name on records from the Stones, Elvis Presley, Poco Haram, um, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, George Benson, uh, Ike and Tina Turner, who I think you became friends with, right? Yes. Did you do a sleepover with them or something? I stayed at his house for several days. Ike's house or Ike and Tina's house? Ike and Tina, Ike's house. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, that's nice, that's nice. And it was cool? Everything was cool when you oh, were there? Yeah. Yes, everything was cool. Had some great people drop by? Had great people drop by, like little Richard. He stayed there overnight. Nice man. Yes, yes. I knew Richard. He was a nice man. That's that's definitely true. Now, you worked with Neil Diamond. Yes, we did uh, uh, hot, hot August nights at... Uh, uh, Hollywood Bowl. Oh, gosh. Yeah. To be there live, I can't even imagine. Oh, yeah. what a great memory. And what about Peter Frampton? You did something with him up in the Bay up, Area. Up at Winterland for Bill Graham. We did it with a, a, a live recording with a remote truck mm-hmm. and recorded uh, that album. That was probably the largest selling album in the history of the music industry. Was it Frampton Comes Alive? Frampton Comes oh. Alive. Oh, I love that. Oh, oh my teenage years. Yes. Oh, what yes. a great record. But you did somebody else up in the Bay Area also, right? Uh, Hendrix or something? Did Jimi Hendrix uh-huh. had that privilege, and mm-hmm. it was the last album that he 
we recorded three months before he died. It was oh. called Hendrix in the West. And oh. what an honor it was to sit with him for an hour and a half and find out what a nice, well-educated, down-to-earth man he was. Wow. God bless him. He was a nice man. God bless him for sure. He influenced so many people, and he still does. You were on the plane with him, right? Coming I was, back to LA? I was on the plane with him, and I'll tell you, it was... We hit it off so well. Oh, my goodness, my goodness. Now, the remote truck, that you know, the live albums from that era, I'm sorry, they beat the pants out of the albums now that they try to do live. It was so real. You felt like you were there. Uh, you used to take the truck and go over to the Troubadour and record, right? We recorded almost every week at Doug Weston's <laughs> wow. Troubadour, uh-huh. and uh, we'd record all kinds of groups, uh, Neil Diamond, Linda Ronstant, the Righteous Brothers, wow. a whole lot of people every week. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh, Chuck. What great memories. What great memories. Oh, thanks for coming on and taking us back in time with you. A bit of time traveling, so to speak. <laughs> now, you were an engineer, but you actually started your own uh, publishing group, Big Fish Music Publishing Group, in the early 70s, right? Yes. And what and an interesting name. I mean, I know you like the fish. How did that name come about? Uh, the late Lowell George, who was a best friend of mine, had a group called Little Feet. Oh, I remember And Little he Feet. came up with the name Big Fish Music, and he said, register that. And I did, and uh, we've had it ever since, and it's a trademark. Wow, yeah, so that's nice. And he passed away shortly after that, didn't he? He passed away. We were fishing buddies, but we worked on several of his projects, Mm -hmm. but we had big plans, but he was uh, a very good friend, and he taught me a lot, and I taught him a lot. Wow. He taught me about music, and I taught him how to fish. We hit it off <laughs> that's well. That's a fair yeah. trade-off. Yeah. yeah, that's a fair trade-off. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you also worked with the great late Andre Crouch, who I met once with our mutual friend, Duan Sisko. Yes, Andre, yeah. Andre. I met close, Andre, huh? and he took a liking to me, and I worked with him. He wanted me to come and run his publishing business, mm-hmm. but Andre and I became... Good friends. I went over to his house. He invited me to so many events. And uh, he was uh, uh, a a great guy. And uh, I worked on a number of projects for him. But he he wanted to get me full time to work for him. Full time, yeah. Yeah, he was a groovy man. Very, uh, you know... I've said it before. uh, Organized religion is really not my cup of tea. But that man had a beautiful energy, didn't he? He made you believe in God just by hanging around him. He was so genteel. He had incredible energy. He traveled all around the world, and uh, he was very talented and a very nice man and very very good at what he did. My goodness gracious. Well, Chuck, and you know, and you've been nonstop since 1965, it seems like. You're a sterling member of the Academy of Country Music voting member, organizational voting member of CMAs, a voting member of the Grammys, um, and you have two publishing companies, right? One would ASCAP, one would BMI. Right. Big Fish Music and uh California Sun Music. California Sun, I remember, yes. And this kind of helps to make it easier for the songwriter, right, when you're... uh... Absolutely, because, uh, you know, 
one if one is with BMI and the other is with ASCAP or there's two writers, mm -hmm. uh, you have to clear it through mm -hmm. each individual organization so we can do both. And you've done lectures uh, around the country promoting uh, rights for songwriters and, uh, and helping I, them learn the business, which most people would like to just keep their head in the sand. But I know you really are a champion of the songwriter, and we appreciate that, actually, very much so, very much so. Um, I'm going to throw a question at you. What's your favorite song or one of your favorite songs in the whole world? From your catalog or out of your catalog, just anything. Okay. Um, a song called Evangelina by Hoyt Axton. Oh, my. Hoyt <laughs> was a good friend of mine, but uh -huh. that song was so well done, so tasteful, and produced so great. Uh -huh. uh, I love that song. Wow. I still love that song. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Wow. Uh, that it's, it, when something touches you like that, it, it's amazing. You know, music is, a, is its own life form, really. It, it was it, so right on. It was so good and so simple. Wow. And wow. it just had feelings. Oh, that's wonderful. And you're also a legacy member, while we're at it, of NAM, which is, uh, tell people what NAM is, actually. Yeah. NAM is the National Association of Music Merchandisers. I believe they have 400,000 members, but uh, they made me a legacy member. Uh, the president, uh, Joe Lamond, he wanted me to be a member, and they he made me a legacy member, and I really appreciate it. And uh, I've gone to all their shows, and uh, I've done things for them. And they asked me to do some seminars for them. I haven't done that yet. The pandemic got in the way, but uh, yeah. I will. You will. I will. Oh, and I can't wait. I want to be there. I, I want to be there. I miss your lectures. And, you know, going back now to Big Fish Music Publishing Company, you have quite a large catalog. How many songs would you say approximately are in it? I would say over 2,000. Wow, wow. You have a, an instrumental section. You can cover anything, right? Both songs and instrumental tracks of all genres, all original, uh, rock, pop, gospel, uh, R&B, uh, uh, you Orchestra, name it, Christmas, yeah. uh, all kinds of music. We're not yes. limited. Not limited we, at all. No. I can say that. I've heard, heard quite a bit of it. I haven't heard all 2,000 plus tracks, but I know that you definitely have anything anybody could want as far as licensing or for their artist or anything like that. Um, it's, it's really mind-blowing. And... Uh, how can people contact you if they are interested in licensing something or maybe talking to you about representing them, uh, that type of thing? Uh, are you on Facebook? We're on Facebook. Mm -hmm. and we have a lot of great things on Facebook mm -hmm. that they can find out. Wonderful. Uh, they can go to our email. Uh -huh. uh, they can call us. Okay. Uh, we are in a lot of directories, uh -huh. uh, but they can contact us mainly I think uh, email would be the best way. Best way. Or they could come on as Facebook. Yeah. And is the email on the Facebook somewhere that they could find you? Uh, or would you like to go ahead yeah, and tell Yeah, I'd like to give it to them. Okay, go ahead. It's Chuck underscore Big Fish 43 
at att.net. Again, that's Chuck underscore Bigfish43 at att.net. That's right. And if you're trying to find Chuck, you can always send me a message too, and I'll make sure that you get in touch with him. Um, again, a great guy, great time talking to you. Um, you have helped so many people along the way, Chuck, and you've certainly earned your dues. Uh, this man lives and breathes music 24-7. I can tell you that right now. He doesn't stop. He's like the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> he just goes on and on and on, and uh, he'll make it happen. He will make it happen for you. Um, any final things you'd like to add, Chuck? Anything we missed? Something we should know? Uh, well, uh, one thing, we look for great songs. Yes. And uh, we have a submission uh, policy that you can submit your music up to five songs and we'll review them. No cost or anything. Mm -hmm. We'll send you a written review. Oh, wonderful. And uh, you can email us uh, and, and we can give you all the information on how to submit your material. We're always looking for great songs to add to the catalog and to place somewhere in music with users of music, yes. TV, film, advertisements, videos, commercials, trailers, you name it. And I think the one good thing, too, about if someone went with your company is you know people that are looking for all this. You've been in L.A. for, like I said, over half a century. You know people in film, television, movies that are looking for music. So I think that's what makes you such a fantastic publisher also. Yes. You have the contacts. You've worked hard and you've made the contacts. Now, normally they would submit through your website. But it's under construction right now, right? Right. When we're, do you think it'll be back up? Gosh, I hope by late summer. Okay. But we're really remodeling it to make it a super website Great. that's going to offer a lot of things that we're very proud of. And uh, uh, it's going to be animated in a bit, in a way. It's right? a virtual animated uh, website, but mm -hmm. it's going to offer so many, many things to help songwriters and artists and upcoming people in music. Wonderful. And you're going to be giving some lectures as well on the site, right? I will be giving lectures. Hopefully we'll do a lot of them. Uh, we'll do shows and lectures. Oh, I like that. And uh, I think that would uh, design to help people. Oh, to help wonderful. people that are trying to pursue a career, place their music, or try and become an artist or something in the music industry, we want to help them. You're always helping people, Chuck. Chuck was the first person to make me become a published songwriter, by the way. So I can vouch for him 120%. He's a great guy, and i um, so glad you came on today. Now, when you get your website up and going again, I hope you'll come back and talk to us again. Let us know how things are going or when you're getting ready to do a lecture. And... Uh, Thank you for coming by Bella's Ballroom, Chuck. Oh, it's my pleasure. You're quite welcome. I'm glad you had me, and, uh, and we look forward to, uh, uh, to keep on doing what we do best. Right music. on. Rock on. Rock on. Rock on. Rock on. And we're going to be hearing some of the music from Chuck's catalog coming up in our final segment. Again, it's Chuck Tenen. You have the email. You can contact me. We'll put you in touch. You can find him at Big Fish Music on Facebook, actually. And you can send him a PM, a private message on Facebook. Um, when we come back, like I said, we'll listen to a couple songs from the catalog of Big Fish Music Publishing Group. 
This is Bella's Ballroom. We're an anchor podcast. You can find us just about anywhere. Okay, we'll be right back. Hi, and welcome back to Bella's Ballroom. We're an anchor podcast. Again, you can find us on Breaker, Google, Apple, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio, Public, and soon on Spotify. And we're so glad you're with us. We've had a great show so far, a great interview with Mr. Chuck Tennant. I want to give him a big shout out and thanks again. And um, this is a song from the Big Fish Music Publishing Group catalog. that's going to be pretty exciting for some of you to hear. If you remember Ricky Nelson, I do because my sister was 18 years older than me. And uh, when I was a baby, she was a big Ricky Nelson fan in the 60s. And then I grew up being a fan of the Stone Canyon Band and his two boys. And this is the very last song that he recorded before that horrific plane crash that took the life of Ricky Nelson way too early. This is Rock and Roll Fool. Enjoy. Nelson and the Stone Canyon Band, Rock and Roll Fool. Wow. Um, It's uh, really special to hear. It's really special to have a copy of that. Uh, That was written, excuse me, by a gentleman, the last name of Rowe, Bill Rowe, I believe, who's a friend of Chuck's. Um, And uh, 
Chuck got the publishing on it. So if you're interested in using it in any format, do get in touch with Big Fish Music and tell them you found it from Bella's Ballroom Podcast or get in touch with me. Yes, with me. I'm going to give you a way to get in touch with me. Um, <laughs> but, um, and oh, Bella's Ballroom is going to have a Facebook page soon. So for now, you can reach me on Facebook. Send me a DM, private message um, at Bella, B-E-L-L-A, Piccinini, P-I-C-C-I-N-I-N-I. Bella Piccinini. There's not many of us on there. And I don't play soccer, so that one's not me. I do play soccer, but not professionally. <laughs> anyway, that was Ricky Nelson, Stone Canyon Band, Rock and Roll Fool. Wow, that, that was just really freaking cool. Um, it's part of the Big Fish Music Publishing Catalog. Uh, which was started by Chuck Tennant in the early 70s. And we're going to be right back with one more from his catalog that I think you're going to really dig. And uh, talk to you in a minute. It's Bella's Ballroom, an anchor podcast. Okay, welcome back to the final segment of this Bella's Ballroom. We've been featuring Chuck Tennant and Big Fish Music Publishing Group. Um, hope you've enjoyed it so far. It really has been a lot of fun having Chuck drop in. You can find us on Anchor, Breaker, Google, Apple, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Republic, and anywhere fine podcasts are found. Uh, soon we're going to have a Facebook page for Bella's Ballroom. Till then, if you'd like to get a hold of myself or Chuck, uh, you can send Chuck a message on Facebook, and you can send myself a message on Facebook. And um, I've given the name in an earlier segment, Where to Find Me. Now, something I didn't know about Mr. Tennant is that he is a fabulous songwriter. I've known him 25 years, and I was surprised. <coughs> Excuse me, I don't know why. He has written a song a few years back that just suits what's going on, unfortunately, in our world and in our city here in L.A. Uh, to a T, it suits it to a T right now. And there was a version, just piano and vocals, which I found so beautiful and sad and meaningful. I can't find it. I have a full production version I'm going to play for you. But the piano version, I could really hear somebody like John Legend doing it. It's, it's just a great, great song. Uh, without further ado, this is a song, like I said, that Mr. Chuck Tennant wrote himself. This is Stop the Violence from Big Fish Music Publishing Group. Enjoy. Two. 
And that stopped the violence, written by Chuck Tennant. I mean, it's such a beautiful song for a very unfortunate situation which is going on in our country and certainly here in Los Angeles. And I could hear a choir coming in at the end, just John Legend and piano. Those are my cats playing. They're here in the studio with me. If you happen to hear running around, they're, <laughs> they're full of life. It's finally cooled down to like 75 today. Thank goodness it's been like 96 degrees here in L.A., uh, here in uh, Toluca Lake area. Okay, everybody, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Bella's Ballroom. Uh, I enjoy coming to you and being with you and sharing with you. You know, every week we've got great guests, uh, most of them from the entertainment industry and all over the age of 50 because we're a podcast for adults, but I believe everybody can enjoy it. Learn a little something about it, okay? Um, if you like cats, my rag doll, Honey Bell, is on Instagram. Why not plug myself, right? She's on Instagram at Honey Bell and Friends and on Kindle, you can find the book by the same name. It's a children's book, about 10 pages long. It teaches love and compassion and uh, getting along. Uh, something for children of all ages. A lot of uh, 50, 60, 70-year-olds need to read this book. Anyway, once again, a very big thank you to my dear friend, Chuck Tennant. It was so nice to spend time with you, Chuck. Hope to see you again soon. And while I go tame a couple of wild cats, have a great, great day or evening wherever you're at and hope to see you next time. And uh, looks like we'll be going on with the Music for a Pandemic series for a little bit longer anyway. Give a big prayer and send good healing vibes to everyone in India. It's really a sad situation. It's not over yet, but it's getting there. Get vaccinated. Help save mankind. Take care. It's Bella's Ballroom. We're an anchor podcast.